This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership at the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show, and I'm here today with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. David, about once a month, we try to go through the SOM newsletter, and really it's more than just the newsletter. It's the news from the field, from the front lines of those who are risking much for Jesus. And this month's newsletter really focuses around these guys being so thankful for those who have given sacrificially so they can do the work on the mission field as they are risking much every day for the gospel. But that makes me think, David, this Thanksgiving season, what's what are a couple of things that you're thankful for? Yeah, Mark, well, happy Thanksgiving to you. This week, of course, is Thanksgiving. We have family coming in. We're all preparing for that. So it's certainly on our heart and minds. And and um, it's just amazing. Uh, as I think about this year, what I'm thankful for, there's certainly a flood of thoughts and a list I could make. But, you know, Mark, uh, what impacted me as we are thinking about this issue in this time of year is it it might sound trite. I think some people, because they answer kind of these ways, but it's really more profound this year. And it's relationships. It's the people. Um, We know Mm -hmm. so many people that, you know, got sick this year, COVID and and, and went through other tragedies and difficulties that I think two things popped out of that for me in a in a new profound depth and that is lives are, are precious and the people around me mm-hmm. my family and our partners and all the people that we get to work with minister around the world and god is in control of timing and we just can mm-hmm. assume nothing i mean again this last year our our schedules were so interrupted and yet there's been so much joy through that that god is using that for a greater glory and and i think that's one of the things that we get so possessive of and we think of it's like we all think there's scarcity of timing and yet god God's made a cease at times. He's made slow down. And we've seen the Lord continue to expand the work. So I'm, I'm just very thankful for some of the, the basic things of, of really people and time with them now. What about you, Mark? Mm-hmm. What, what are, what's on your mind and heart of thankfulness? Uh, back 24 years ago at Thanksgiving time, uh, I married my bride. And so uh, we celebrated last night. Uh, mm. We celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary, and uh, so this is always a sweet time of year as we recall, you know, once again, just uh, you know what the Lord has been doing in our family and mm. our relationship. Yeah, and that the Lord has been really faithful in providing and protecting our family. So I think that's what I'm really most thankful for this Thanksgiving season. Great time to get married because every year it just reminds you of the gift of marriage, and and you know, again, thank you. Uh, be thankful with your wife. And yeah, that's that's not that's not a bad connection there. Yeah. Well, we, we went out for an amazing meal last night. It was unbelievably good. So um, nice. Yeah. So we we were uh, super blessed to yeah. uh, enjoy a nice evening together. Well, you know, David, there are those who are out there on the front lines of the church that they again are just so grateful for those who give sacrificially to spirit of martyrdom. Yeah. So David, tell me a little bit about uh, what you're hearing from those who are out there who are risking for the gospel and how these gifts have been so impacting to them. Well, I think one of the things that we're always thankful for at Thanksgiving is the practical ways that God's impacted us. And and, and that's what got, you know, the incarnation, and, and it just sets up for Christmas, right? The incarnation is mm. just so powerful when God, you know, God could give us a bunch of rules from heaven and how he wants us to live and treat each other and on and on. Sure. But I mean, what an amazing gift that God gives us that he came in the flesh of man 
um, showing us what the design of man was to have the image and likeness of God. So that's why the practical support is so powerful and in bringing joy and thanksgiving, certainly to those who we bring it to, but to us to be able to bring that in. One of the things we highlight this uh, this month in our Thanksgiving newsletter is the is the water uh, filtration systems. Okay. And you know our message with that, Mark. I think we've talked a little bit about that before. Is the clean water, clean message. And you know, there's it's a filtrate. We have different sizes, but the main size we have is a size that's portable. It's about uh, 24 inches uh, wide, uh, and the height is about oh 20 inches, and the the depth is about 18 inches. And and in there, it's a basically four filter system. One's a pre filter for leaves, big jump, and then it goes through two more filters, getting out all that small bacteria, and then it goes through a UV uh, light and kills anything left. So so the water not only comes out clean, uh, it's very good tasty. It still has the minerals in it. Um, and <laughs> and what this is, is provided for us is a tool to meet the physical and direct need of these remote villages that don't have clean water. Uh, it doesn't necessarily taste that good all the time and um and we mm. and this is going on two uh, areas of the world that we're supporting colombia it's where they started and it's a double blessing because the colombian workers down there are actually assembling it they were taught a the mm. technology and uh where to get all those parts and how to put together by a partner in the united states here and so now they've uh, put together a little factory down there they put these together and uh, and really for what they get uh, the price it's incredible inexpensive and um, the portable ones i just described the size it will the, we estimate serve a village about 600 it filters wow. 3000 gallons uh, a day <laughs> and you know so those families can come with their buckets and fill up the water they need and um and so what that is created because all this is a tool to create relationships as we talked much about on this podcast kingdom right, of god right. those three rules relationships 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 and so we're able mm -hmm. to work with the leaders and the people in the the village bring the practical way and we talk about though how the water is a metaphor for what god wants to do with our heart and with our lives and then we compare it then as God is working in their hearts with the word of God. So it's been very powerful. And, you know, there's a practical side of this. Just we just have a COVID uh, because it's essential um, service. These two, the, yeah. the, the portable water systems um, is helped us um, be able to get clearance to go continue to travel during much of the lockdown. And we were able to meet needs that many people couldn't meet needs just because God gave us this practical tool. Well, that's incredible. Well, when we get back from this break, I want to talk a little bit more about um, what we're able to do through other gifts that our donors have provided. So we'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. 
Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. David, we've been talking about how thankful our contacts are who are receiving these tremendous gifts from those who donate to SOM. And one of the things that we've seen multiplied impact with is the broadcast ministry. The radio broadcast is able to penetrate villages that otherwise would be unreachable with the gospel. And uh, we've seen God do incredible things with small donations of people just sponsoring a time segment on these radio stations and God doing incredible things with those who are able to even afford to put up a new transmitter. Talk to me a little bit about what God's doing right now through the broadcast ministry that's connected to SOM International. Well, it's almost hard to put Americans in the place of even Central America, what's going on there, because we're in such remote areas, uh, places, many of the places we're working, they do not have the, um, you know, they do not have the internet, they don't have roads, they don't have all kinds of tools. And, and so when we're, you know, when all of a sudden in South America, they can hear. And, and so, and, and again, illiteracy is low. So one of the great tools we're using is radio broadcasting and putting up these radio stations. The vision God's given to us, and we realize um, the way to be able to meet, like in Mexico, there's uh, 60 tribal groups throughout Mexico, many of them in the Sierra Madres in the mountains there. They have no witness of Christ. Benim can't read, and and then they, they or, or we don't have the scripture in their native language. What God's shown us is if we could build the relationships, and then we're as we build mm-hmm. relationship with these tribal people, they're hearing about the vision, and we're getting permission and blessing and and land to put up a radio station uh, that's self-sustained with solar power and wind, batteries. And um, and it's and it's broadcasting the twenty four seven. We can broadcast the gospel, mm-hmm. and um, and the best way I could describe that is probably in my mind. I don't know if you're part of this generation, but I was in eighth grade when the first original Star Wars came out. It was a big deal. My dad took me. We're in California. We went to San Francisco. We went to the biggest Dolby stereo, seventy millimeter. I think it was it was the huge, the biggest kind of. You could see it on the screen. And the, the the line was literally like four blocks long. I mean, is a right. And we saw it. I, I still remember that first scene of Star Wars. I mean, it was. I, I can't even get the right words. The emotions of like this is bigger than life. And so it, that's the best way I could say, Mark. Um, you know, when people for hear the word of God for the first time, it's wow. like, wow. You know, I we've never heard that. Um, so I don't know. By the way, you didn't answer that. Were you part of that generation? Are you a Star Wars guy? Uh, well, Star yeah. Wars came out the year I was born. So I wasn't real excited about it that okay. year, but later yeah. I was excited about it. Hey, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Powerful moment. Well, you know, and that's a, that's a great analogy of how excited we are about a blockbuster movie coming out. And that's like how excited they are about getting the word of God. And what I love about this newsletter that comes out, which by the way, if you don't get the newsletter, you should sign up for it at spiritofmartyrdom.com or at riskradio.com, and we'll make sure you get this in your hands. This month's newsletter is full of these great pictures right from the front line, taken with camera phones a lot of the time, that show people getting these Bibles, and they're just, I mean, a smile ear to ear, a new antenna going up in Latin America, and again, you know, Russell's out there working with the military even to get these, these antennas up, you know, people holding literature, people getting these solar-powered 
radios, guys going out with MP3 audio Bibles on their bicycles to share the gospel, ladies getting sewing machines and playing an audio Bible while they're sewing in their micro business and sharing the gospel. But the one that's new that I haven't seen that we ha- we've never talked about before, David, is a goat on a rope. Now, now, what is a goat on a rope all about? When we saw this goat that was tied off with a rope, we thought, "Wow, goat on a rope!" And the amazing what our our director in um, Bangladesh is doing is, uh, you know, there where we're working to get these remote areas. So there are agrarian; they live off the land. They all have little plots, farms to one degree or another, chickens. But one of the things they need, obviously, are goats and cows and sometimes a donkey. And I mean, that that provides substance of milk and it provides, you know, the donkey provides the transportation. So we've been giving these animals to the church workers, you know, the workers for the gospel. And, and this is a way that God can provide provision for the family and that gives them freedom to share with others and to do the work of the ministry. Um, so a goat on a rope is one of the ways that we could uh, we've been supplying practical supplies and they're very that smiles and these pictures the joy it's just beautiful the simple gifts how they have such a long lasting impact when i see that also in this uh, newsletter they're packing up a donkey full of food and bibles and christian literature i mean that's that's just it's wild in my world, you don't see donkeys being packed up, you know, but that's how we, well, yeah. we have to reach a lot of these villages. And, They're so remote. Yeah. And that's Mexico again, because we're talking about, you know, these are kind of the practical gifts, Mexico, Africa, Asia. Uh, you know, it's some, sometimes it's the simplest gift that will impact a family and, you know, a worker for the Lord, a leader uh, for Eternity, you know, I mean, certainly on this side of have this side of heaven and and into eternity. And, you know, and then again, this is our leadership podcast. And I always like to give a little kudos to leadership as leaders and leaders of corporations, leaders of ministry. Um, we need to think about what are the tools sometimes and sometimes ask the Lord for the show, the simple tools that we can empower, you know, our people to feel loved to feel encouraged, empowered, um, to multiply and to impact many others. And I sometimes think as we're too focused on the, the things that impact us, and we need to think of from their eyes, what is impacting their lives and what can we increase by sometimes just a simple gift that might multiply. Hey, if you want to get involved with those who are risking much and leading in the highest risk areas for the gospel, we want to encourage you to sign up for the newsletter at atriskradio.com. Also, you can help by subscribing to this podcast or sharing it with a friend. And you have a question, we'd love to answer that on air. And, and Mark, I just want to add that there's many other practical ways this year that give Thanksgiving rolls over in my heart from we've given seeds away, uh, fertilizer, um, you know, some agricultural supplies, let alone medical supplies. So it, it goes on and on. But when you're focused on relationships, you can then begin to give the appropriate gifts that multiply the joy of people's lives and ultimately the gospel of discipleship. That's huge. That's huge. Well, hey, all of these things are well funded by the people who listen to the show and who are donors to SOM International. You can sign up to become a monthly donor or you can buy books in the bookstore. You can visit the SOM bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford and this has been At Risk Radio. 
You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.